Hi, I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell, and we're the hosts of Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we discuss, appreciate, and delve too deep into the Lord of the Rings Extended Editions, one minute at a time. You know there's a Balrog down there, right? It'll be fine. <laughs> Have you ever wondered about Hobbit economy or how wizards get their mail? Are you also in awe of Hugo Weaving's eyebrows? Then join us every Monday through Friday on our mission, quest, thing, only on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre Welcome everyone to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching and discussing the 1990 live-action Turtles movie, one bad guy revealing minute at a time. I am your host, Scott Tofty. With me again are Chris O'Connor, hey, and Rachel Gatlin. Hello. And Adam Sheehan. Hi, I wasn't sure if you were going to mention me or that. <laughs> I, I didn't know what I was doing there. I was trying yeah. to. Chris went gravelly, the and then I went gravelly, and then Rachel and like, hey, like, I'm, I'm in this episode, right? <laughs> Am I on the call sheet for today, guys? <laughs> um, no, but our guest with us is. again for Thursday, one more time, the fantastic Tierney Callahan. How you doing, Tierney? I'm doing good. This is a great minute to be here for. I Listen, I don't know if anything's going to top the last. Three, but <laughs> we're gonna try. This one's fun, but well, this this one's a little bit more uh, uh, not as dramatic. Definitely more dramatic. Not as yes. chock full of visual goodies. This uh, minute number thirty-four starts with Tatsu. I can't believe I've never noticed this. Holding a knife <laughs> to a fallen foot trainee's throat. Who has a uh, tented a pants? Fe- uh. Who has a fear boner? Apparently, <laughs> he's got such a fear. You know that is an appropriate response to impending death. <laughs> Might as well get one know. last boner out of this whole deal. Why not? Oh, fear man. boner! You got to make yourself appear larger and more intimidating. That's, that's the name of my could do anything. <laughs> he's got a fear, fear erection. Boner. Yeah, that's that's a fear erection. That's what I'm calling my punk band, Fear Boner. <laughs> Don't fear the boner. I like that you have a punk band. Oh, my imaginary oh, punk band. Yeah. Uh, and this minute ends with uh, Shredder looking around. Uh, All his, his Shredding that scenery. <laughs> yeah, he's just eating it up. Um, looking around at his, uh, his gang, his hoodlums, his cronies, his henchmen. He's, and he's, he's glowing. Literally uh, glowing. So let's get through this. He looks so good. Reflecting quite a lot of light. Yeah. I, once again, I just want to draw our attention at the beginning of this minute. We're still in the foot dojo. And the if man, I beg, beg people, please put on a pair of headphones, watch this movie, and in minute 34, just listen to the background sounds. <laughs> because the hi-ya, here, hua, all that stuff happening in the background is even more ridiculous than what I was just doing. It's like they're mm-hmm. not even trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hours of ADR work right there that you're insulting. Oh my! I know. And listen, I feel kind of bad about it, but I also kind of don't. 
And I, I love the kid on the parallel bars, like doing his gym kata. Yeah. I, it's wonderful. Freaking Mary Lou Retton over here on the parallel bars. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, he's like, I'm going to make it to the Olympics, guys. I'm going to make it to the foot Olympics. He doesn't even know that they trained in Representing here. the foot clan. Yeah. This is just like a place he knows that has parallel like, bars. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what they do over there. But. I don't have to pay a gym membership here. <laughs> when Sam Rockwell asked him what he wanted to do, he said, learn parallel bars and go to Salt Lake City. And work on my floor routine. <laughs> do you guys got parallel bars and cigarettes? He's actually smoking a cigarette <laughs> while he's doing parallel bars. Like, what wait, was, what's what the dude that? in like old, old school, school who's doing the rings? He's like doing yeah. the, doing uh, the Vince iron Vaughn. cross and smoking. <laughs> That's great. Oh Which is God. really hard to do, and there's no way Vince Vaughn has ever been capable of doing that in his <laughs> life. Um, and I also want to draw our attention at the very beginning of this minute to f- the far right side of the scene. Uh, our friend wearing the neon pink and green tights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who I can only assume he borrowed from Tiff. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe that is Tiff. Could be Tiff. Tiff could be trained in a fight. And the guy on the she has far... to learn how to defend herself as one of the three girls in this place. Guy on yes. the far left. Yeah. You mean fat foot soldier? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, how did he get past the test? <laughs> when I first looked at him, I thought it was Mystique because of the color combination he's got going on. So okay. In my Mystique. in my head canon, that's Mystique just hanging out. She's just an X Man popping around. Why would she yeah. waste her time? I do there? want to point out there is definitely a girl. I don't know if that's Tiff in the lovely neon leggings, but there <laughs> is a girl to the left of Tatsu when he stands up. Really? Not that I'm staring at her breasts right now, and that's how I. <laughs> You're <know>. not staring <laughs> at her breasts, just to be. I'm just gonna click off this minute now. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's no, awesome. she, uh, no, no, yeah, there's, that's... you're 100 percent right. There's definitely breasts there. That <laughs> yeah. is a dudette, as they say. I totally and... miss them. Oh, so listen. If nothing else, guys, we have learned that the Foot Clan is an equal opportunity employer. There mm-hmm. we go. They're they're downright progressive. <laughs> 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 Property rights. What are those? Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, the do fashion, what you want. The fashion. Anarchy. In the uh, the foot dojo is great. We've got the dude with like the neon green and black tiger stripe tank top. We've got mm-hmm. tights girl slash guy. We've got uh, the outcast from the warriors in his vest with no shirt underneath. <laughs> Zubaz pants boy. Uh, like, I love Zubaz. Yeah. Or I like have knockoff Zubaz. I don't even know if they're real Zubas. I have a pair of Zubas. Do yep. they also tent? They do. They tent. Right. They tent. <laughs> They also so, have pockets. They do have pockets. Which I wasn't expecting. <laughs> um, about six seconds in, we hear the sound of a gong, which is, you know, it's, it is what the, it is. It's a it's gong. It's the lunch gong. It's the stereo <laughs> See, I thought of the dinner gong from Downton Abbey that he calls to let everyone know, Aww. hey, it's dinner time. It's some kind of food gong. <laughs> food gong. Like, hey. Everyone report to the dining room. And I, I, I'd also like to point out there's so much bad kittery going on, but when that <laughs> gong rings, those kids are like, They're oh. They're good kids. It's time to go to visit Master. That is the only rule in this place. When yeah. a lunch gong happens, you gotta go to lunch mm-hmm. gong. Yeah. I need to let you guys know something, and this is, it doesn't necessarily apply to this movie, but in general, it's a pet peeve of mine I would like to share with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. As you may or may not know, I am a musician. I am a percussionist. Mm-hmm. Um, every Jerry time Porter's I have. Here? I'm sorry. Do you listen to Indiana Jones Minute? 
I don't. Oh, Jerry Porter is also a percussionist who has analyzed gongs over there. Oh, well, maybe he has the same pet peeve that I do. I'm going to need to talk to this fellow. Um, Anytime I have ever seen a gong played on television, it is done wrong. Everyone always takes the mallet and they wind up and they smack the gong. And that's really bad for the gong. You can do a lot of damage that way, and it also doesn't produce the most optimum sound. You first have to prime the gong. You have to lightly tap Little the gong. Little taps. You have to, to season the gong. You do. You have to tap the and literally you Till tap the gong. Pants are you have to get it to, in the mood to get it vibrating at the right frequency. You got to get it vibrating. Can we please at throw right some Barry frequency. White on underneath what I am saying right now? Because well, you edit these. You got to get that. You got to get that gong moving. But you just have right. to get Once the gong moving. Once the pants moving. are tented and the gong is ready. <laughs> You have to prime it before you hit it, or else you can We're break the adults. damn thing. Don't don't just hit it with your hammer. You gotta get it ready it's first. It's called a mallet. The Let's hammer is my mallet. The mallet is get my a gong. Never mind. <laughs> Let's, Let's get, get a gong. gong. Oh, oh, just, no. You asked for Barry White. I mean, that's Al, Al Green. Ah, that's Al Green. Al Green. I will show works. myself out. Wait. Al Green, lean, mean, green, fighting machine, Stop it. Ninja Stop Turtles, it, Let it, it all comes back around. <laughs> God. Anyway, Speaking that was my little spiel about gongs. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> More percussion. Uh, everyone, Rachel, is very attentive. They are yeah. all like, holy beans, we gotta go. Yeah, this, this is a great after school yeah. program. Serious business. You know, yeah, even the kids are polite enough to put out their cigarettes. There's no <laughs> drugs, no alcohol that we know about. Kids get to play. They learn ninja. They, they learn follow, gambling. They, they learn gambling. They follow rules. They learn and, math. And they learn about the aftermarket electronics business. There Guys, you go. At 17 seconds, we are g- given a shot of this like scaffolding in the clubhouse where there are hammocks hung up and all sorts of other little doodads hanging mm-hmm. from it. it. It is like the Lost Boys in Neverland in Hook. It is. Oh, and, definitely. In this it? super tough, awesome clubhouse, there is a pink and a blue hula hoop hanging from one of the <laughs> from one of the bars of the scaffolding. They're all just lost little children who who want to go home. Have yeah. you guys have you guys ever seen? Speaking of lost children that want to go home, have you ever seen uh, the movie Little Monsters with Fred Savage and Howie yeah, Mandel? Scared the hell out yep, of me. Yep, yep. The, the whole underworld in that movie reminds me of this shot. It's just all it's just a big Hollywood soundstage with a bunch of scaffolding. Like it may as well yeah. be this same exact set. Maybe like, it, was. it, it always made. Me think of Hook, and like I always kind of imagined Rufio showing up and killing Shredder. Rufio is in this movie. Is Wait, he? what? What? I'm pretty sure Rufio is young Shredder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> yes. What? Rufio? Wait, no. Rufio that can't is be right. No, no I'm pretty sure it's, that doesn't make any sense. It's Rufio. I think. No, because Hook came out in '92. Yeah, there's no way. No, yeah, it was. It's uh, he's young um, Amato what? Yoshi. No, not Amato Yoshi. Who's Shredder? Shredder's... Wait, really? Why am I drawing a blank? Arokusaki. Guys, I I don't don't think that's accurate at all. I'm I'm pretty sure... That can't be true. Somebody IMDB that right now. Let me tell you what. Ready? Watch. Here's the thing. You want to know where you did see Rufio before? 
Hmm. Or at least where I did and no one else probably ever did. Did you ever where? see Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? Yes. He huh. is one of the kids. He is Romeo in Moonwalker. No. In 1988, way. he is that little kid in Moonwalker. Is that that like Epto- Epcot Center movie? No, like, that's Captain EO. Captain Moonwalker EO, was like a full right. length. Anyway, we, that's for <sighs> later on just, in the Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's not. Earlier, though, unfortunately, it's not Huck. Rufio. But or he's uncredited. Or or he's uncredited. But I'd like to think hmm. that it's Rufio. So. He was born in 1975. Isn't the guy who played Rufio so, trying to kickstart like a Hook prequel or something? That's possible. Let's let's yeah. take care of one thing at a time here. So Dante okay. Bosco, right, who played Rufio, born in 75. This movie filmed in 89. That would have made him 14. Young Oroku <laughs> Saki is definitely older than 14. I'm, uh, they, they, I don't know. Yeah, he is. I'm looking up the IMDb for Ninja Turtles to see who that actually is. Yeah, well, I'm it's sure. not listed on Dante Bosco's Wikipedia, although he is in a goofy movie. He is. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah, he's a voice in that. And, huh. uh, you know, not much else. He's in, mm. um, no, he's he's in Avatar. Sense. Yeah, he's in the Avatar show. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Seen... That's, all, that's all I know him oh, from. Oh, God. He was in one of the dance movies, but I can't remember which one it was. Uh, take uh, the lead? Ste- it might have been te- Take the Lead or... He plays Ramos in okay, Take the Lead. Okay, yes. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, back to the movie that actually so contains the people that we're talking about. That this set, you know, oh, it could be any Hollywood studio, you know, lot. Yes. And I would just like to point out, it's not Hollywood. It's Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, yeah. Which is one of my favorite spots on earth. And I so badly want it to become a famous filming place again so that I can like visit sets and try and get involved. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, a lot of this movie was filmed in North Carolina, and they only filmed in New York City for very few location shots. Like, there's, huh. I don't like, I think count them on one hand number of locations. Um, <coughs> again, because the movie was made on such a shoestring budget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that we see our friend Gunner, the bass player, walking off to the nefarious Foot Clan meeting, and then we get this awesome sort of taiko drumming dum, super dum, echoey uh, version or, of the or the best theme. version of a taiko drum that a synthesizer can do yes <laughs> interesting note taiko drumming if i'm not mistaken relatively modern creation in japanese culture mm, does not remember. go back to the ancient times as one would assume that it does i believe <laughs> it is i believe it is a much more modern form of uh Drumming. Well, I could speaking be of ancient times, wrong. we do have his his absurd outfit. Yeah, what is that? Absurd. Zebra print? <laughs> trash trash bags? I well no, because oh. um I mean you guys have to help me out here a little bit because I am uh, as we've established completely colorblind. Mm-hmm. Um, but his cloak is it? It's like black and like black? is it silver or yeah, gold? Black and it silver. looks straight up like black trash bags lined so, with tin foil tiger stripes. Yeah. Well, either that or it might be like Samite, um, which is like a, a heavy silk lined with like silver or gold thread, which is like in, in, in the dark, like in the Middle Ages, it was used a lot in like uh, outfits. Like, you know, you would hear about like ladies wearing their fine, ga- you know, s- gowns with dagged sleeves of Samite and silk. Um, but nowadays, like, if it's ever used at all, it's for like furnishings. 
Um, and I think like the, in the Catholic church still uses Samite for like ecclesiastical robes. You know, those like the, like the shiny gold things that like bishops and, yeah. and cardinals yeah. have uh-huh. like that stuff is, is Samite. It's silk with uh, gold or silver thread. And Very this is a possibly. heavy looking cloak. So yeah, as Samite's super heavy. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I always did get a bit of a trash bag vibe from this, especially in the next minute when we start seeing uh, Tatu is removing the cape from the uh, shoulder yeah, that's, blades. That's true. Mm-hmm. I guess shoulder blades probably not a good way to put that. Shoulder pads? No, shoulder the perfect bladed shoulder pads. Like, yeah, shoulder blades works good. Shoulder yeah, that's, blades that's good. is exactly what Shoulder blades is precise. Yes. I just feel like that could send mixed messages. Um, <laughs> How? Because well, you actually you have, have a shoulder, shoulder blades. Blade, yeah. Okay, well, bladed shoulder blady blade blades. Well, that's we'll fine. Next minute. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to go with, Chris. Anyway, yeah. shoulder that's points. That's for Friday. That's neither here nor there. Um, but Spoilers for this, Friday. This version of Shredder, I am in absolute love with the look of. So the yeah, cartoon yeah. Shredder, badass. you know, was fine. It was a cartoon. He looked yeah. like he was wearing, like they went with weird color choices. Yeah, and like, it's like eh. he was wearing I mean, his you pajamas. Can, you can tell, like, in the, well, I mean, like, purple. it's easy to see, like, between the two that it's sort of the same outfit. But in the cartoon, they're not, it's not a very textured and a very right. detailed yeah. animation. So you could imagine, it's easy to imagine, and me being completely colorblind, I don't see whatever the color difference but was between is, them, other than this being purple. darker and shiny. Um, but, but, like, the detail and texture, like, the wicker in his, in his helmet, and, like, you know, the steel bands, and, and like, you can see, like, the, the metal mesh under the mask, like, that, that adds, like, a depth to it that, that they just don't do in the cartoon. So, this, to me, is another instance of modeling very closely on the original comic book source material. So you don't see Shredder with a cape in in the comic, and I am I firmly believe that the reason they gave him the cape in this is not so much that he had one in the cartoon, but that they were really going for a Darth Vader vibe on his entrance. Mm. Oh, his entrance is Darth Vader. I like how there's that. You you can play the music under, and it'd be perfect. I like that shadow of him walking up. It's very Batman. He's got his own light source. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he is super reflective and also like they're using some sort of a filter to get like that like what is it Gaussian blur or whatever like that sort of like 80s soap opera dreamy yeah. haziness yeah. yeah there's a little Vaseline on the lens yeah um, but like even down to the the, sh- the the clothing he's wearing is it's much more reminiscent to what he has in that issue one of the Mirage comic books uh, if you have it go take a look and you'll see what I mean don't take a um, look. Leave it in its in its pristine <laughs> little. <laughs> find a digital a, copy. You can get a reprint. <laughs> get it on like Comicsology or something. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's such a good version. Again, it's another like this would have been so easy to screw up and make cheesy, as is evidenced by the shredder that shows up at the Ninja Turtles live stage show extravaganza. Or the Shredder on, I don't know, even the new cartoon Shredder looks kind of weird. Like, to me, this is hands down the best version of Shredder. As far as menacing and, like, accurate and functional. 
whoever designed the helmet on this, like they should have won a prize. Cause like the angles, yeah. like the, the mm-hmm. way the, the sort of like the, the it's, helmet, sh- the helmet blades, like how they curve in to the point of like the mask that's like pointed there. And they have the points of the helmet going down. It's oh, so good. I it's, also like his mask, how it, how it's it a obscure, sexy mask. It, it obscures his face, but you can still see his face mm-hmm. and you can still yeah. see that he has a scarred face on top of that. Like they, they really, the detail and it's, it's awesome. just samurai enough without being like cornily Asian. Right. Like it implies the samurai thing without going full bore. Also, he's got like the shiny kind of purple kind of red outfit going on too, as as far as clothing wise. Yeah. Like it's kind of spangly, kind of you know eighties reminiscent disco kind of way. Yes, hair metal a bit. Yeah, stadium rock thing. (laughs) 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 Heavy metal. I wonder how much his gear weighs. I wonder what they actually used to construct, like his spikes and his helmet and uh, all that out of. It's probably Hmm. something light enough that it wouldn't weigh his head down. So maybe like aluminum. Aluminum, Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Who knows? The uh, the helmet's probably some kind of resin. Right. Yeah. Um, Takes us to the end of the minute. Uh, does anyone have any other thoughts on this minute before we wrap up Thursday? Uh, I was looking at Rufio and and young, uh, what is it, Amato Yoshi? Not Amato, I keep saying Amato, Arokusaki. Okay. Young Arokusaki is not credited, so there's still that. So it still could you're be. So you're it telling me be. there's a chance. I'm telling you there's a chance. <laughs> Listen, I'll yes. put money on it. It's not Rufio. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. We'll, they, we'll get to him. When we, we get, get to him, to he's it. not that young. He's just not that young. In my head canon, it's Rufio. <laughs> head canon. That sounds dangerous. I know. Skull gun. Skull gun. All right. Well, now that we've established that we don't know what the hell we're talking about. No. <laughs> Not I think it's all. about as good a time that as any to. a uh, very important point. Silly dum-dums. <laughs> I, I would like to direct everyone over to uh, duelinggenre.com where you can find Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute as well as many other fantastic podcasts, audio dramas, movie by minute shows, talk shows, all kinds of great things, uh, many of which involve some of your hosts that are also on this show. Take a minute, go over there, check out what we've got. And also, if you like what you hear, feel free to contribute uh, to our Patreon account. Become a subscriber to the Dueling Genre community, and you can get you know, some fantastic little treats and perks. You can get some cool opportunities to get your name heard on air or a guest on a show or get some cool merchandise. But most importantly, you help keep our shows going. You help pay for our web space and all the hosting fees and all that fun stuff, and you get all this content to continue which is the most important thing because we have more Turtles movies we have mm-hmm. to talk about. We need quarters for continues. Please <laughs> donate and adopt a podcaster today. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Chris needs to eat. Yes. It's been so long. Uh, but uh, yeah, duelinggenre.com. Uh, go check us out. And uh, once again, Tierney Callahan. Lorena McKinnon is in the background. <laughs> You can see uh, or hear Tierney Callahan over at Return to Oz Minute at Return to Oz. Sorry, at Oz Minute on Twitter. Uh, For the crew here, it's been a lovely Thursday. We got one more to go. We'll see you Friday. Take care, everybody. Bye. 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 Agnew Bawak.